1: You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: Welcoming in now, WWL's Mike Dettelier. Mike D's Notebook is brought to you by the Sports Medicine Center of Thibodeau Regional Health System. Mike, how are you doing this Thursday night?
0: I'm great. Thank you, brother. Appreciate it.
2: Always appreciate the time, Mike. And uh, looking at this Dallas Cowboys team, a guy that's been having a heck of a season for them, obviously quarterback Dak Prescott back off that angle, ankle injury and not really looking like he's having any ill effects.
0: No, listen, Zach's played, uh, you know, terrific all season long. Uh, he's a guy, Louisiana guy from Pawton, and, um, spent some time with him. He was uh, a two-time visitor to the Manning camp as a counselor and uh, told me the story about he almost came to uh, LSU at the final moments after he had verbally committed to Mississippi State and uh, it was his mom that said, nope, uh, you committed to Mississippi State and you're not uh, going back on that commitment. And Man, just well, look at a run my, 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 that Mike, Dak did Des- had. Sorry, Mike, that did Les want Dak to pray safety at all? He had told me he had been promised he would get a shot at quarterback. Okay. Now, now some people have run with different stories. That's not what he told me. <laughs> he, he, I got you. Uh, you know, but, but but everybody got his spin uh, on what was uh, what was going to happen. But he did tell me that he had got assurances from Coach Miles that he would get to play quarterback. Now, if he stayed there, it might have been a different story. Uh, but, um, you know, think about that move to Mississippi State and what happened with him and Mullen there. I mean, you know, it, it changed Mississippi State football uh, at that moment because he was a huge impact player uh, for State and Yo, know, he's come in here and done an outstanding job for the Cowboys. He's he's got a bit of a streaky, um, kind of a streaky streak in him as a passer. But man, he's mobile. He's a big guy. He's tough. He's accurate with his throws. And when he, his mechanics are good, he is dangerous as a passer downfield. And he's got some weapons around him too. When you look at that wide receiver core, so uh, he's the leader um, with the Cowboys, and he's the guy Jerry thinks can get him in deep into the playoffs or possibly even a Super Bowl.
3: Hey, Mike, speaking of those weapons you're talking about, obviously they're getting players back on the Cowboys while the Saints are still having to sit players that aren't completely healthy from injury. Who are the guys in this game that the Saints defense needs to worry about the most? I mean, in years past, it's been Amari Cooper, of course, but has C.D. Lamb taken that that, that, that throw and the threshold uh, has become the guy for the Cowboys?
0: You better believe it. You know, he scares the bejesus out of you every time he catches the ball. He's not what you want to say prototype as a receiver. He's a tall, real, thin, base, lengthy guy. Most of these guys today look like kind of junior tight ends. But that's not C.D. Lamb. But, man, he's got great eye-hand coordination, his ability to adjust so well to the football. Scott, you saw him at Oklahoma. And he's not someone that you think is a super fast guy. But when he catches the ball, he can plant his foot, and then he's off to the races. You better catch him and fast. Because he is fast once he catches it. And where I see the biggest improvement with C.D. Lamb is his route running skills and his setup ability. Because I think at Oklahoma, he was sort of beating guys with his speed and his natural talent uh, to go up and get the football. Where I've seen the big improvement with C.D. is his route running skills and sort of set you up And kind of, you know, kind of click the heels, and then he's headed in another direction. He's a big time weapon along with Ezekiel Elliott uh, for them. Uh, And they're a loaded football team on offense when they're healthy. They're as dangerous a team as there is in the National Football League when everybody's healthy.
2: Well, I know most of the guys on that offensive line, unfortunately, are healthy, unlike the Saints line. Uh, Terrence Steele, I know, out for this game, probably Lyle Collins coming up at the right tackle spot. But, man, at right guard, Zach Martin has really been a consistent producer for them.
0: He's been – he's one of the league's best offensive guards. I go back to that 2014 draft class. He's coming out. And Jerry wanted Johnny Manziel. (laughs) I mean, he really wanted him. Uh, He he saw Romo at the end of his career – and a lot of injuries. And he wanted Manziel, but it was his son, Stephen Jones, that talked him out of it and said, Zach Martin's the, the more higher-rated player. We go, let's go with Zach. And he talked his dad out of picking Manziel. That was a real smart decision. Man, Zach Martin's been one of the elite offensive guards in this business. And uh, not only he came into the league, he had played some tackle at Notre Dame because he's from the Indianapolis, Indiana area. And uh, he had played tackle, but then they picked him inside. It's a great spot for him. He had always been a noted run blocker, but man, he's a really good pass protector, too. And tonight, I think they're going to lean a little bit on him to help out, you know, without Terrence Steele in the lineup on that right side but as a run blocker pass protector uh that list of guys uh ahead of him uh it don't take long to call the role hmm.
3: mike what separates this cowboys team in my opinion is with the, the way the defense is playing on and, and the you know you get a rookie micah parsons coming in from penn state who played middle linebacker for the nittany lions now on the outside terrorizing quarterbacks he has seven Sacks in the last four games. Let that sink in. Seven sacks is a good season for a lot of people. He's had it in a quarter of a season. The last four games, he's got a crazy amount of tackles for loss. I think it's sixteen or something. So, what is the difference for this guy? That's a rookie. That not might only be the rookie uh, defensive player of the year, but he could be the defensive player of the year in the entire NFL. I mean, do you agree with that assessment?
0: Yeah, he he's super talented, and he's always been a guy.
3: Now, he didn't play
0: last year. He he opted out early when the Big Ten had decided they weren't going to play football. Now, all of a sudden, the Big Ten saw that the SEC and the ACC were starting to uh, pass the collection plate, and <laughs> they jump right back in. Hey, we're playing. But Mike had already made that decision. It was the Pistons' decision that he was coming out early. Man, he is some talented. The big difference is um, – is that he had been an off kind of linebacker. He had played off the ball. Now they're playing him because of what happened at defensive end uh, to Demarcus Lawrence and Randy Gregory. They moved him more toward being a defensive end, and he's played that spot uh, as a pass rusher. Man, is he super quick off the snap. His ability to use his arms and his hands and his speed and get up the field uh, a lot of people have written about he might be the next LT. Now, you might be jumping the gun because I don't know if I'll <laughs> live long enough to see another Lawrence Taylor. But, yeah, he, but has to yeah, he has been a tilt-to-feel. He has been a tilt to field player for the Cowboys as a pass rusher. But what's unique is that also he can play the, kind of that off-linebacker position. Also... They used, they're using him there because of what had happened, uh, with the suspension and injuries to Demarcus Lawrence and Gregory. And man, with the Saints hurting that both tackle positions and they move him around, they, they sort of move him left and right. It's going to be real difficult. You better get rid of that football fast is all I'm telling you. And he's, he's 245 pounds uh, of muscle and speed. <laughs> And uh, you better get uh, more than a hat on a hat on him. You better get somebody else to help.
2: Yeah, Mike, when you look at the Saints' offensive line and the issues they've had with the injuries now going into this game, definitely a daunting task against this uh, formidable Cowboys front. Uh, How are you feeling about this matchup? I know it's been four disappointing losses for this team now. Is, Is there a brighter future ahead for this black and gold squad how do they pull out this game against the Dallas Cowboys team that's on now, now already climbed to a six-point favorite
0: well when you don't have your two starting tackles in Camaros, it's pretty difficult I'm, right. I'm gonna be honest you know Superman ain't coming out and, and, and flying in to save you at this spot
1: Taysom's you are who you are
0: and all I know with Taysom is <laughs> they hope he can give them a spark But if I'm the Cowboys, man, I'll play eight men up on the line of scrimmage and say, okay, you're going to beat me. I dare you to throw it downfield. I I, I dare you to make the big play downfield. And I think that's probably what you're going to see from the Cowboys. They're going to play a lot of people up front and try to stop the run. But, man, Taysom's got to hit on some throws downfield. And the other thing too is you just hope the Saints receivers can get open, and once they get open, make the catch afterwards. You know we have we've seen such inconsistency uh, from the pitch and catch part of the game, and when you're missing, you know a right tackle and a left tackle as good as Ramchak and Armstead, and man, it's tough. And we we all know this offense flows through Alvin Kamara, no no matter what it flows through him, but uh, you know. You know, and the other thing with two is we know that Taysom's not is really not one hundred percent healthy, with that plantar fascia injury. You 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 can try to play through it, but still, uh, you're not the same. But we're going to see a lot of power running, especially in short yardage red zone spots, and hopefully make some conversions there. But I think the Cowboys are going to try to jam the line of scrimmage, stop the Saints' running game and Taysom has got to hit on some big plays in the passing game downfield because I think it's going to be there. You're going to have a lot of one-on-one situations to make downfield. you just got to make them.
3: Hey, give, give the fans hope on the defensive side of the ball. What do they need to do to stop this potent offense? Because, I mean, Ezekiel Elliott, he had some flashes in the middle of the year against the Giants. I believe he had a huge game in the Carolina Panthers. But lately he's only been getting nine, ten carries. He's only getting 25, 30, 40 yards. 50 in a game. What do they need to do to stop that offense, uh, the Dallas Cowboys? Because, to me, the defense is going to have to win this game for the Saints.
0: Yeah, I agree with you, Scott. they got to stop the run first. Uh, And I think the Cowboys, with Zeke and Pollard, they're going to try to run the football. And, you know, it's it's part of how they're built. But, you know, again, uh, they do have those weapons on the outside. And the Saints defensive line has got to get pressure on Dak. They cannot let him have time for the football downfield. Or oh, he's going to find C.D. Lane. He's going to find Zeke. He's going to find Schultz at tight end. Uh, it, it just is what it is. At this stage, the way you're built, if this becomes a game in the 20s, it's not good for you you got to keep this a low-scoring game, and it's crazy. The last two games, even with Drew Brees and company and the talent you had, it was 12-10, 13-10. I mean, that that's as nutty as could be, but it goes to show you the matchups and how Dallas' defense has did a really good job matching up against the Saints' offense. Now, if you're scoring 13 points, you got no shot in this. you you got no shot. You've got to get this game into the 20s, but you can't get into a shootout with them because if that's the case, then the Cowboys are going to win.
2: WWL's Mike Dettilio. You hear more of him on the Bud Light countdown to kickoff coming up after us. Always appreciate the time, Mike. All right, guys. Y'all Take care. Take care, buddy. Mike D's Notebook brought to you by the Sports Medicine Center of Thibodeau Regional Health System. Steve Geller and Scott Alexander here on First Take getting you ready for a 7:20 kickoff in the Caesar Superdome. These Saints gotta stop a four-game slide. It's gotta happen tonight. Thursday night football against the Dallas Cowboys. Coming back with more after the break here on WWL Saints Radio. Who that?
1: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news,